I am Dr. Barbara Kiel, and some clients of mine prefer to call me Dr. Bibi. And to be honest, I quite like it. Welcome to my podcast. To be honest, a podcast that is born out of mental health efficacy. I believe in the power of intention, and my intention for this podcast is to educate whoever wishes to listen, and to make a paradigm shift in how we perceive mental illness. I also believe mental health education is key, and that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is to invest. In your own mental health. Let's face it, we all need to learn how our minds work, and have the skills to deal with life's ups and downs. And more importantly, let us strengthen our ability to better connect with and support each other. Strong, empathetic. Nurturing and caring relationships have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello, everyone. First up, I would like to give thanks. And my appreciation to those who took the time to give me the feedback on、uh, the interview with、uh, Dr. Sally Spencer Thomas on suicide prevention and lived experience, and also、uh, the episode started last week on answering questions. Like what is mental health, mental well-being, and mental illness. So today, we are going to continue. And before I do that,、uh, you know the drill. Let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes. Of course, unless you're driving or operating heavy machinery. Take a deep breath in. Hold it for five seconds. And let it out with a sigh. Let your thoughts go. Let your past go. Now take a moment to plug into the greater energy of the universe. Feel your heart, and imagine us all connected in a unified field of divine white light. And know that you are safe. All is well, and so it is. And take another deep breath in. 
hold it for five seconds and let it out with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. All right. I do wish uh, to answer one important question from one of my listeners. Um, and before I forget, I want to emphasize that talking about mental health and mental illness is one way to lessen the shame some people feel because of stigma. Having an understanding about these subjects can help you have courageous conversations that show people no one needs to experience challenges alone because you are not alone. One of the listeners asked, is there a thing as mental, optimal uh, mental health? And the answer, in short, is yes. I want you to think of mental health as like physical health. As I mentioned last week, everyone has mental health and physical health. Physical health is the state of your body and mental health is the state of your mind, your feelings and emotions. So like physical health, mental health is always there and it's fine to have good and bad days. So similar to physical health, let's say you are running around having optimal physical health, feeling great, and out of the blue, you stubbed your toe and you are in pain. Now, in other words, you are not so physically healthy anymore. It could happen anytime. And same as mental health. So it's important to drill that into your mind that your level of physical health and mental health both can have good and bad days and that is absolutely normal. Please remember physical health can influence mental health both positively and negatively. So can life experiences, your work, your school environment, relationships, and the type of community you live in. Let's say you are in a, an abusive relationship, dysfunctional family, surroundings, you have a bully of a boss at work. All that will definitely affect your mental well-being, wouldn't you say? Being mentally healthy enables you to feel, think, and act in ways that help you enjoy life and cope with these challenges. And I would say that is a state of optimal mental health. Now, optimal mental health 
often is referred to as mental well-being or mental wellness. It's at one end of the continuum, while poor mental health, also referred to as languishing, is at the other end of the continuum. In other words, the opposite of mentally healthy. Poor mental health may result in feeling unhappy, down, difficulty thinking clearly, or feeling overwhelmed by stressful situations. Or maybe there is a lack of resiliency, because resiliency is the inner strength you use to cope with stressful situations. Let's face it, life can be stressful. Particularly since COVID hit, right? A lot of people are still experiencing high stress due to COVID and the Delta variant, and a lot of unknown in their future, and that is stressful. So to be resilient means you can effectively cope. With ups and downs that are part of life, I have good news. I am in the process of inviting a guest in the near future to teach us alternative ways to handle really stressful situations. So stay tuned. Now it is vital to understand that. Someone can be mentally healthy, but with a mental illness, and that someone can have poor mental health and without mental illness. Now, similar to the example that I gave earlier regarding physical health, you may have high level of physical health. Right, and out of the blue, you stub your toe, and you're not that healthy anymore. But that doesn't mean you have physical illness, isn't it? It was just an accident. It's not as if you have some terminal illness like cancer or influenza. Those are physical illnesses. So mental health is the same. Remember, I said, mental health is the state of your mind, your feelings and emotions. So if you don't have a clear mind, you are feeling sad and down.、Uh, that doesn't mean that you have mental illness. So I guess it is a good time for me to define. For you, what mental illness is? Now, before I do that, it is important to remember that mental health and mental illness are not static; they change over time depending on many factors in your life. Now, some of the factors that influence mental health include levels of personal and workplace stress, lifestyle and health behaviors, exposure to trauma, and of course, 
genetics. When the demands placed on any individual exceed their resources and coping abilities, their mental health will be negatively affected. Two examples of common demands that have the ability to wear away at people are: number one, working long hours under difficult circumstances, and number two, caring for a chronically ill relative. Economic hardship, unemployment, underemployment. And poverty also have the potential to undermine mental health. In fact, many employees in the workforce report that their work environments are not psychologically safe or healthy. So now, what is mental illness then? Okay, I know I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I think it is really important for me to repeat and repeat again. Mental illness is not the same as feeling sad, unhappy, or stressed because of difficult situations such as the death of a loved one, job loss, or breakup with a partner. Okay, so these are not mental illnesses. However, These events can contribute or lead to mental illness if we do not pay attention to our mental health. How? By processing all those uncomfortable feelings. That's how. Okay, mental illness is a health problem that affects. How a person thinks, behaves, and interacts with others. Mental illness is a group of illnesses that are often diagnosed through standard criteria, and I call it the Bible of psychiatric diagnosis. Is the DSM five is the latest version. The term "mental disorder" refers to the same health problems, and guess what? Around one in five Australians experience a mental illness. Now that is a high figure. So, what are some types of mental illness? It comes in many forms. Each With their own symptoms and types of treatment, so I am going to start with the more common ones because there is just no way to cover them all here. The more common ones are mood disorders, anxiety disorders, eating disorders. Personality disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, or short PTSD, and schizophrenia. Experiencing any of these illnesses can be very challenging, to say the least. But mental illnesses 
like most physical illnesses, can be treated. So that's good news. Mental illnesses usually start in adolescence or young adulthood, and involve changes in behavior, mood, or thinking. Symptoms can vary. Generally, a person will experience significant distress or an inability to function over an extended time. Well, I could say. Mental illness is much like diabetes, heart disease. One can live with it and recover from it. Recovery is not an end state. It does not mean that the individual no longer has depression, schizophrenia, or another mental illness. Recovery means that the person has stabilized. And regained their role in society. So now you understand the importance of learning more about mental health and mental illness is a crucial step in dispelling stigma, stopping prejudice, and promoting early identification and effective treatment. To be honest, anyone can develop. A mental illness, just like physical illness, they don't discriminate, right? Some risk factors that increase this chance are family history of mental illness. Now, if I am talking to you, don't be afraid. There is something called epigenetics. So it does not mean that, and I am not saying that. This is a disclaimer that with family history, most likely you will also get mental illness. No, there's a possibility, right? There's increased chance. However, if you pay attention and look after your mental health, your mental wellness, then most likely. You will not develop any form of mental illness. Let me just be clear about that. However, with unresolved traumatic or abusive childhood experiences, most likely those victims will have a higher chance. In developing some form of mental illness, another possibility is stressful life events such as a loved one's death, financial problems, or divorce. Another would be environmental influences on the fetus, such as exposure to drugs or alcohol. Social, economic, or educational status can all increase the chances of developing mental illness.、Uh, well,、um, we are running out of time for this episode, so I'm going to wrap up here. And next week, I am going to dive into the different. Types of mental illness, starting with 
anxiety because anxiety is the most common mental illness in our society. So until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. Find this podcast. To be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, www. dr. barbara kiao. com. D R B A R B A R A K I A O. dot com.